Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again, everybody. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you on this Monday. Take it up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. You're only live and local Sports Talk Show over your lunch break here. Appreciate you joining me here today as we have a busy show for you. Friday night, it was the Iowa Hawkeyes taking to the field for the final time for spring football as they went through their open practice slash scrimmage at Kinnick Stadium. Some thoughts on that, no doubt about it. Steve Batterson will be here as well at 1225 to talk a little Hawkeyes with us, what he saw Friday night at Kinnick Stadium. We got Seth Gruen stopping by. We'll talk baseball with him. He's also been covering the Raptors uh, Bucks series. We'll get into that a little bit, some Big Ten. Lots of things going on with Seth Gruen. We'll do that in the 1 o'clock hour. Sean Tomlinson on the NFL Draft. We've got Alex Halstead coming in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll talk Cyclones with him. And Ted Glover on the Vikings as we get ready for the Vikings draft. And we'll take one more look here uh, throughout the week leading up till the Thursday first round of the draft at our locals. Today the Vikings, we got the Packers, the Bears, the Chiefs. We'll hit all of them leading up to the draft uh, coming up on Thursday night with the first round, second or third round on Friday, and then the remaining rounds on Saturday. So we'll get into that. Before we do, though, before we really dive in, want to uh, just throw this out there. I'm, I'm working wounded today, and not just a normal sickness, a little bit more than usual. So bear with me. There's a time I got to take a break, got to get a drink, got to suck down some more water. Bear with me. Very wounded, in bed all weekend. It was awful, just absolutely awful. Not not the sickness that ah, you can lay in the lazy boy, watch some TV, got a blanket over you, and that's it. No, it was knock you out. That's what I was this weekend. Felt it coming on last week, had a bit of a cold, but combining the cold with allergies and a bunch of other things, I went out and mowed. That was a bad decision, couldn't catch my breath, and I got walking pneumonia. So that's where I'm at right now. Still fighting through because Jimmy B, he's still on vacation. He says he'll be back late this week. I'm not anticipating that. Late this week or by next Monday. But I'm still here for you guys. I'm still fighting through this thing. We'll continue doing it. We'll battle through all together and get through it. With that, let's start with the Hawkeyes. And you can join me as well. 515-264-1700 here. As always, the the two-way conversation line. Again, 515-264-1700. 264-1700. And thoughts on Friday night. Now, there's a lot of ways you can go here. You can look at the disappointing aspect of what happened offensively. Not a whole lot there in the passing game. Not a whole lot of differences, changes. Really, the only thing that they could do offensively in the passing game was a couple of slip screens. You know, the part of the offense that we saw before. The downfield passing game wasn't real crisp. They had one good play down the field, up the right sideline, and Adrian Falconer dropped the ball. You have two scholarship wide receivers that are practicing right now. Two. And for all the great things we heard about Nick Easley, didn't see a whole lot come up there. For the positive things you hear about a guy like a Ronald Nash, even Dominic Daphne from here, West Des Moines Valley, you know, those kind of kids. 
not a whole lot that can really jump out at you. It's, it's going to be a work in progress. So you're implementing a new offensive system. You're trying to change terminology, change different things. You're trying to do that with two scholarship wide receivers. It's not going to be pretty. But it comes back to the quarterback play. And in the past, we've seen quarterbacks struggle at this time. Go back and look at the numbers. When they had a three-way competition back three years ago, four years ago, with Jake Rudock, C.J. Beathard, and Cody Sokol. During that time, it was it was similar at times where he looked and it, it was pretty clunky. That's what you're going to get. There is going to be some some rough moments, but I think this is a little bit more than that. This is going to be Ken O'Keefe, a guy that has done a very good job throughout his career at Iowa of getting quarterbacks ready to play in their first year as a starter. From Brad Banks to Nathan Chandler to Drew Tate. Ricky Stanzi is a guy that's done a very good job of having guys ready to go. Now, there's also some misses. Jake Christensen among them. But for the most part, he has done a good job of getting guys, and at the very least, they can be, they're not going to kill you. These quarterbacks are not there yet, though. They have a long, long ways to go. It wasn't just missing by a couple of steps. A throw that goes a little bit wide. It was big misses from the quarterback position. And it's a big concern. It's an old adage. But there's a reason that things like this stick around, right? When you hear the same kind of things over and over. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. If you're deciding between two, you don't really have a guy. Is that the case in Iowa City? Tyler Wiegers, I thought, looked a little better. Still between them, a combined three interceptions. All them from Jake Gervas. That's a story we'll get to here a little bit later on. But the quarterback position is in trouble. And Peyton Mansell is not the kid coming in, the freshman from Texas. Don't anticipate him taking the job. Kind of are who you are right now. You better hope that the development really improves. You need to hope that Germanic Smith figures out the academic issues that are plaguing him and he decides to stick around and he gets that figured out because you need that guy. You have to hope that Matt Vandenberg comes back from the second foot operation and hasn't lost a step, that still is able to be precise with his routes, that still is able to go up and make plays in traffic. you got to hope for that. you got to hope that these tight ends that they can come together and they can make some plays and they can create mis- mismatches. For as good as Noah Font looked in pass catching, and he is a physical specimen, the kid still can't run block very well. He's got a long, long ways to go. Sing his praises all you want in passing, but you know what? You put him in the game and you know, oh, here comes Font, they're going to throw it. Well, that doesn't help very much. You want tight ends that can do both things. Now you have to find the, the guys that can do both those things. Maybe you just say the heck with it. Move Noah Fon out and say, you're going to be a wide receiver for us. You're going to be like a power forward. We're going to post you up a couple of times, get some catches that way. There aren't a whole lot of options out there. The good news, offensive line looked very solid again. Still against rushes. Eh, 
Not great. They can run block, though. They can run block. There's no doubt about that. The depth that is being built, though, along the defensive line, at the linebacker spot, overall, defensively, this is a team that has a lot of depth. Monty Jones continues to come on. You got three senior starting linebackers. You feel good about that. The defensive line, you got guys that are coming in there, and it seems like the depth is being built at that spot. You know, Cedric Lattimore is now a guy that is going to go from playing, you know, what, 10, 12 snaps a game? Now you're looking at 60, 70. You're going to have to play a lot. They need that guy. He looks the part. I think he's ready to do that. Defensively, things look good. Offensive line, good. You still have Akram Wadley. You still have a run-blocking game where you feel good. But are we going to be talking about yet another year where Iowa, blame it on the system, blame it on the players, blame it on whoever you want to, but the passing game can't go and might be just another middling year. 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, and five. The schedule's a lot more difficult this year. There aren't many gimmies in that schedule. Even Wyoming, game one. Wyoming's decent. Now, Colin Cowherd might not think they're decent, but Wyoming's decent. I was lost to certainly worse teams than Wyoming in Kinnick Stadium over the last decade. They come in. Road game against Iowa State. Your crossovers this year against the East or against Michigan State, against Ohio State, against Penn State. Good luck with that. Coupled with your road trips this year to Wisconsin, to Nebraska. It's an incredibly difficult schedule this year. Without a passing game, I don't know if you can get by. We'll get some more thoughts on the Hawkeyes coming up with Steve Batterson at about 12.25 here. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's take a look back in case you missed it. I missed a whole lot myself throughout the weekend. Let's start, though, with a little basketball. And let's go to Chicago yesterday. After game number three goes the way of the Celtics, you wonder, well, without Rondo, how are the Bulls going to be able to bounce back? Can they get it done? Well, not the case. Once again, Isaiah Thomas coming up big. Butler on Thomas. Thomas on the take. And Thomas all the way oh. in and scores. Wow, what a performance, Isaiah Thomas. Mark it about halfway through the third to right now, and it is the IT show. Dominating performance out of him after the game. Bulls head coach Fred Hoiberg with something to say, criticizing the non-calls against Isaiah Thomas. You know, let me say this. Isaiah Thomas is a hell of a player, an unbelievable competitor. He's a warrior, everything he's going through right now. He had a hell of a game tonight. But when you're allowed to discontinue your dribble on every possession, he is impossible to guard. He's impossible to guard when you're able to put your hand underneath the ball and take two or three steps and put it back down. It's impossible uh, to guard him in those situations. That was a surprise. Now, there are surprises that happen all the time. And we shouldn't be surprised in sports when things happen and there's goofiness going on and all those different things. But that, to me was the ultimate shocker yesterday. Fred Hoiberg going after officials, part one. Don't anticipate seeing that a whole lot. But also doing it 
against Isaiah Thomas, there's there's something there's something off about that. I understand fighting for your team. I understand going after and trying to do everything you can to keep your team afloat, but boy, that's a bad look, Freddie. What he what he's saying is right. Yes, it's right. He is nearly impossible to guard when that's happening. I get that. Everything that he said is absolutely truthful. And he put the caveat on there right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Everything that he's going through. Still, I don't know. That one rubbed me the wrong way. And you have to figure if Hoiberg, who seems about as deliberate in what he's going to say to the media. For him to do that and to say that in that context, I mean, it had to be just burning him inside for him to even bring it up. But still, let's hear it one more time. I just, I can't quite my fi- put my finger on it. It's odd. At a time like this to bring it, I, I don't know. Let's, look, let's give a little, another listen. You know, let me say this. Isaiah Thomas is a hell of a player, an unbelievable competitor. He's a warrior, everything he's going through right now. He had a hell of a game tonight. But when you're allowed to discontinue your dribble on every possession, he is impossible to guard. He's impossible to guard when you're able to put your hand underneath the ball and take two or three steps and put it back down. It's impossible uh, to guard him in those situations. He's right. But is the time for it now? I don't know. I don't know. Struggling with that one, no doubt about it. Struggling with that one. Let's continue on. Let's go to Indiana. Game four of the Eastern Conference first round playoff series with the Cavs and the Pacers. In the end, a sweep for LeBron and company. Back to LeBron out front. They were looking for the switch, but uh, they didn't get it. They got it now. Turner trying to guard LeBron for three in the lead. The king is alive. Remember we told you now coming into this, he's been shooting incredible in the playoffs. In this series, he's averaging seven three attempts a game, shooting 47%. Under a minute to go. LeBron James, a sweep, a little rest. That's a good thing in that one. Let's go to Houston OKC, maybe the most anticipated matchup of the first round. Well, Westbrook's been doing his thing. Harden, he's been doing his thing on the other side for the Rockets. They're overplaying James Harden. Eric Gordon is comfortable with making plays. I become James Harden. He's not looking to get him the ball like he's not qualified. Oladipo is on Harden. Three on the shot clock. Harden on the drive. Pulls up, just gets it off in time and nails the jumper. A five-point lead for the Rockets. As the shot clock was expiring, good defense, better offense. James Harden, incredible on the offensive end, extremely comfortable. No panic, just me and you. Allow me to have this dance. Elevates, eliminates the contest. The bearded one does it again. The call from ESPN yesterday is the Rockets win it, but the well, big talk after the game was what was happening with Our man, Russ, Russell Westbrook, not happy with the line of questioning after the game. Uh, You guys really struggled when Russell went to the bench. You were out there for part of that. What goes on when he goes to the bench? 
why is Houston so successful? And, and do you sense that, that they sort of get an energy boost just from him going out of the game? Hold on, Steven. <clears throat> I don't want nobody to try to split us up. We all one team. Regardless, if I go to the bench, if Steven's on the floor, if I'm off the floor, we in this together. Don't split us up. Don't try to split us up. Don't try to make us go against each other. Try to make it against Russell and the rest of the guys, Russell against Houston. I don't, I don't want to hear that. We in this together. We playing as a team, and that's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, Russell, I'm not trying to split you up, but twice in three games, you guys have not played well at all when you've gone to the bench. That's fine. We, say, and I'm just say, trying to figure out what's going say, on. Say, Russell, you ain't played well at all. Say, Russell and the team is, haven't played well. Don't say when Russell goes out, the team don't play well. It don't matter. We in this together. That may that may be, Russell, but I've asked Stephen a question. Well, and it's, it's a legitimate question. Next question. It's a legitimate question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Uncomfortable is what that was. Uncomfortable. And Steven Adams. Just just love the look at his face. Just looking deadpan. No reaction. Just whatever you say, Russ. Whatever you say. That thing's on its way to being finished up. Houston leads it. Three games to one. They'll go back to game five in Houston uh, coming up in the Western Conference first round. In case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing in West Des Moines, across central Iowa, across the state of Iowa, for all your roofing needs, home or for your business, make it Wolf Construction Roofing today. Give them a call. Get hooked up from a small leak to a complete re-roof. Wolf Construction Roofing will help you out. We'll take the time out. Come back on the other side. More talk on the Hawkeyes spring game on Friday night. Thoughts from Steve Batterson. He was there with the Quad City Times. That's coming up next here on Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Take on the tough jobs in a powerful Kubota Standard L-Series. With the right combination of dependable horsepower and ease of operation, they're perfect for the independent property owner. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. 
We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, welcome back once again, everybody. Glad to have you with us here on a Monday. Hopefully, 
Had a good weekend and getting ready to kick off another full work week here over your lunch hour. We got you covered. Going to talk some Hawkeyes right now. Steve Batterson from the Quad City Times with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. What's happening, Steve? Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you as well. And uh, Friday night, it was a different kind of experience. And we'll just kind of start with uh, just the Friday night spring game. Normally something that happens on a Saturday. Uh, the changeup, having it on Friday night, how well do you think I was able to pull it off? Yeah, a little different flavor for the event. And, uh, you know, there were 16,500 estimated in, in the stands at, at Kinnick. And, you know, that was up from around 10 uh, last year uh, for a Saturday afternoon. Weather's always going to play a role, and uh, it was a pretty decent night. And uh, I think, uh, you know, there's so many questions surrounding this team. I think a lot of people kind of wanted to come out and get a look and, and see what was going on. And, uh, you know, I, I think overall it was probably pretty well received. I had a lot of recruits in the house for the weekend uh, as well. And uh, it's one of those things I think that uh, – um, you know, given the opportunity to put it on, on Big Ten Network, even if it was delayed, uh, I think probably is pretty good exposure for the program. Yeah, I thought so. I know a lot of people that weren't able to make it, myself included, enjoyed seeing the uh, broadcast and a full game out of it, too. Clock running throughout it outside of the last two minutes. But uh, it was good to see Iowa go back and have that full spring game mentality, something that had been missing for a while. Uh, do you think that's pressure from maybe BTN, other places, to try to get people more excited about this spring event? I think there's a little bit of something to that, no question. I think that, uh, uh, you know, I think someone has to do, frankly, with, with the fact that, uh, you know, uh, you've got a team right now that maybe could use a little work. And, and uh, uh, you know, to put it in a game-like format, I think uh, it certainly was a little different from the uh, the routine of, uh, of an hour of drills and then, you know, kind of finishing it off with, you know, 15 or 20 minutes of a scrimmage at the end, uh, it certainly created a little more uh, of a game-like atmosphere. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that's something that certainly plays well on TV. Uh, you know, no one wants to tune in and watch a, a bunch of guys run drills for an hour. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing that I think that uh, it is more fan-friendly. Uh, and, uh, and it also allowed them to get some work done, too. So, I mean, you know, I think it's probably a win-win in, in the end game. Uh, you know, I don't think we'll ever go back to uh, you know the days when Hayden used to run it up on his reserves, the uh, starters versus the reserves, and and uh, you know he would take great delight in, in letting those reserves know that they still had some work to do. Uh, but uh, you know there there were no real kicks or, or, or you know uh, returning punts or anything like that in this situation. But uh, uh, it was about as close to a, a game as uh, Kirk's going to allow anyone to to watch uh, at this time of year. Well, it is football, and that means uh, pretty much any team you talk about from the high school level all the way up to the pros, it starts with the quarterback position. And I was got a big question mark there. Coming into the spring, Steve, I, I know you and I talked uh, about this a little bit. It felt like, oh, they're calling this an open competition, but it's Nathan Stanley's job. That doesn't appear to be the case at all. No, I think what we've seen this spring, and we saw it in West Des Moines uh, a, a couple weeks ago, and I recall we talked that day a little bit about how Uyghurs reportedly had, had gotten off to a pretty decent start. And, and uh, I think what we've seen is, too, you, you've got a couple of guys who are adjusting to, to a new offensive system. Uh, new terminology, everybody around them is getting accustomed to that as well. That's factoring into what we're seeing out of quarterback right now. Uh, neither of these guys obviously have settled into much of a flow offensively. 
Uh, the lack of receivers, uh, you know, whether it be Vandenberg being out with the injury or uh, Germanic Smith, uh, you know, out taking care of his academics, uh, certainly factors into things, too. Uh, the passing game certainly wasn't. There wasn't any flow to it whatsoever. And Kirk indicated post-practice Friday night that uh, that really had been the case much of the spring. And we certainly saw it in West Des Moines when guys were trying to field one-hoppers and that kind of thing. And, um you know, Stanley had a had a particularly rough night. Um, he did have one extremely nice ball that Adrian Falconer couldn't hold on to, for, which would have been about a 45-yard gain. And, uh, you know, Weegers was probably a little more efficient. Uh, uh, you know, both of these guys still have an awful lot of work to do before fall. And, and uh, uh, you know, I don't think they're in any hurry right now to, to determine a, a starter. And I don't think they're certainly in a situation where um, – you know, either of those guys has, has proven that he is the guy at this point that uh, will move the offense. And, and we, we saw a lot of that on Friday night. It was, it was a real struggle to move the chains. And, uh, you know, and some of that, too, is just the fact that the defense has been going against these guys all spring. So, you know, they, they, they've got their routines down pretty well, too. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, both Stanley and Uyghurs, I think, are, are will go into fall camp pretty much on the same line. And, you know, I think what Preferably what Kirk would like to have happen is one of the two kind of grab it by the throat and, and run with it once August rolls around. But uh, uh, from what we've seen thus far, that may, that may or may not happen. Well, the good news about that, Steve, is we've seen Ken O'Keefe back when he was the offensive coordinator has done a pretty good job of preparing first-year starting quarterbacks, going back to Banks, Chandler, Tate, on through overall a pretty good job of getting those guys ready to go. So is that at least a little bit of a sense of hope for the Hawkeye fans out there that as bad as it looked, at least you have a little bit of background where things should be better by the time we get to fall? Yeah, nobody's going to show up at Kenny to play a game until September. So, I mean, that, yeah. that's a good thing. There's still time for this thing to kind of play itself out. And, you know, I think that was Kirk's message uh, Friday night uh, as well. Uh, you know, if the mistakes that were being made – on Friday are still being made in late August, and then there certainly is, is cause for concern. Uh, right now, it's all still part of that growing process, and I think Iowa, probably as much as any team in the Big Ten, spring is more about individual development and, and really kind of in, you know personal growth within the position groups and that type of thing. Uh, and then they focus in August on kind of bringing it all together, and uh, and that's kind of what we saw the other night. But it, it certainly was it was pretty raw at quarterback. Um, I don't think that was unexpected. Uh, we had seen such a small glimpse of both of those guys uh, going into this season. Uh, you know, neither really has a, a real measurable amount of experience. And, and uh, with the job wide open, and you know, it makes sense for Uyghurs to be pretty motivated to to kind of compete for it. This is really the first chance in in a couple of years that this job has been open. And and uh, you know, he's a junior, he's an upperclassman, and I think he's making a pretty good run at it. And you know, and Stanley is uh, is continuing to compete as well. Uh, you know, it, it's a job that I think is uh, you know, it's either of these guys I think are guys that Iowa probably can have some success with. Right now, they're both kind of wrestling. It looks like a little bit to kind of get a real crisp, crisp uh, handle on on the uh, on the offense and and uh, certainly the personnel around him. You know, it doesn't help that you that you get you know Wadley watching from the sidelines and and uh, you know a couple of receivers as well. It's uh, it, the offense is clearly a work in progress at this point. 
Uyghurs 12 of 18, 104 yards. Stanley 6 of 15, just 16 yards, though, with those six completions. And, well, uh, three of the ones that didn't find the reception route, they went to Jake Gervas, a kid from your neck of the woods over there. Uh, tell us a little bit about him and the star of the spring game with those three interceptions, nearly four. Yeah, yeah, he really had a nice night. And, you know, it's at a position, obviously, where Iowa needs some help with uh, you know, with uh, Brandon Snyder out with an ACL tear for, you know, at least until the midpoint of the season, I would think. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they need somebody to, to kind of step up there. And both both Jake and, and Brandon moved into that depth chart a year ago uh, at this time together. And, and uh, you know, Jake is a, is a terrific athlete. Uh, he, he was a, you know, multi-sport standout at Assumption as a, as a high school kid, um, a real team leader in, in pretty much every sport that he played. And, and, uh, you know, what we're seeing uh, now is, is kind of what we saw from him when he was an upperclassman in high school. Uh, you know, he, he's not unlike Snyder. I mean, he arrived at Iowa as a walk-on. He was placed on scholarship in, in January. Uh, he's, uh, they're, they're almost identical in size. They're both 6'1". Uh, last year they were both listed at 210. Uh, Snyder apparently uh, had a couple more burgers, and, and they listed him at 214 right now. But, uh uh, it's one of those things where uh, it was a close decision last year, and Snyder certainly, uh, um, you know, once he got the job, he, he didn't do anything to lose it. And, and uh, um, you know, Jake is, is uh, with the picks that we saw the other night, certainly a couple of those were uh, about as wide open as they get. But uh, uh, he's certainly capable of doing what he did in terms of the returns and that type of thing to uh, to make a name for himself. And it's uh, you know, it's exactly what he probably needed and probably what Iowa's defense needed to see from somebody at that position. Uh, it helps erase a little bit of the question mark going into fall camp there, especially as you're trying to break into the cornerbacks as well. Yeah, and the cornerback position appears to be good. you got three guys at the very least that have experience with Jackson, uh, Ragumga, and Ojemudia, you got three guys that have experience overall defensively. You know, we saw some dinged up guys along the defensive line, but I think they're building depth there. Three senior linebackers that you couple that with what they have going forward uh, with some young guys. I, I thought, uh, what was it, Amani Jones? He looked pretty good out there. This team looks very deep on the defensive side, and maybe that's the positive takeaway from things right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I thought Christian Welch, uh, another linebacker, had a, had a pretty nice night Friday, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Another young kid that uh, saw a few snaps last year as a, as a true freshman. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Phil Parker, we had a chance to chat with him last week, one of the things that he talked about was just the need to kind of develop some depth throughout this defense. And, and certainly at the linebacker spot where you have three senior starters, they've got to kind of figure out what the pecking order is behind those guys. And, uh, you know, that was a big part of spring for them. Up front, uh, you know, certainly at the tackle spots, injuries have been a, have been a factor this spring. Uh, Budget hasn't really seen much time on the field at all. He's still kind of moving around gingerly with that, that high ankle thing that uh, bugged him late last season, and they're, they're trying to get him pretty much, you know, beyond that. And um, so it probably makes some sense to keep a senior like that out. And, that's you know, that's a lot of guys like Brady Reef and, and Jake Hewlett and, and, and Cedric Lattimore to kind of take a step forward and, and, and I was going to need those guys, and and Reese Morgan likes to rotate six, seven, eight guys up front anyway, and and uh, this this is giving some of those guys a chance to kind of figure things out, and uh, it, it does look like there's some certain possibilities for this defense to be a pretty solid group, and 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 they're going to need to be especially early because I think the offense is going to be a, probably a little wobbly heading into this season, despite the fact that you've got uh, you know an Akram Wadley. 
uh, and, and what looks to be a pretty solid offensive line um, as well. But I, I think the overall ability to move the football is, is going to be a bit of a question. So that defense better be pretty stout. Well, we know what Iowa's going to have with Akron Wadley. I mean, the, the guy, the numbers that he put up, the guy's just incredible. And he'll be back for his senior year behind a very good offensive line. The backup position, Toksak Arambande last year, he was the guy. Now Torn Young comes up and has a big performance, a physical kind of running back, and now already people are pushing him to be the number two back. For me, still too close to call. I think both these guys have a chance to do some good things back there. Yeah, and they're different types of backs in, in, in some ways. And, you know, we, we heard a lot of good things last year about Torn Young. He, he was redshirting, you know, while Tokes was, was taking a few uh, snaps you know, in a reserve role on, uh, as a true freshman. Uh, so they've kind of had different paths to this point. But, uh, uh, you know, what, what we've seen this spring is that Torn Young is, is, has, certainly has the potential to be a, a big physical back for Iowa, um, you know, not unlike what we saw a year ago with LaShawn Daniels. And, I, you know, he may be a very important complementary piece to, to what Akron brings in terms of his mobility and, and, you know, the way he's kind of able to spin and juke and, and do those kind of things. And I think that's more of what uh, uh, what Tokes is a little bit about as well. I mean, Akron Robata is a, is a guy who's who's probably a little more mobile, uh, whereas Young is a little more of a, a straightforward uh, type runner. And, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it certainly bodes well for the future. And uh, that future probably begins this fall because both of those guys are going to have to factor into things because I, I don't think you can probably put Wadley out there and just let him run you know, 20 stretch plays a game. That's just not going to That's not gonna last over the course of the season. No, no, you're exactly right on that one. Steve Batterson with the Quad City Times joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. What other things? So the fourth quarter of this one, uh, for a lot of people, myself included, your attention starts to wane a little bit. And all right, you're seeing a bunch of reserves. You're getting deep into it. But Ryan Boyle, a guy that we know a dual-threat quarterback, much different in terms of stature and the way that he plays football as opposed to both Uyghurs and Stanley, uh, if there is a struggle, if they go through the summer here and they see, you know what, we're not where we need to be quarterback-wise, could you see them maybe develop some kind of maybe special set of packages, uh, some run option things that they can do with the read option with Boyle, or is that too far out in left field even for year number one here, Brian Ferentz? Well, I, I, I think if you're Ryan Boyle at this point, the one thing that you take out of spring is that this job is still open. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it's a situation that, you know, they're, they're going to put the best player, at least who they feel is the best player out there for Wyoming. Um, you know, and, and you're still in that mix. And granted, you're probably, you, you've been referred to as being kind of on the next tier, which means that you've got some ground to make up. But, uh, you know, this is the time of the year where that can happen. Now, uh, you know, I'm not suggesting that this is going to become a, a three-headed race for the starter, but if these other two guys continue to not perform at the level they need to, it certainly opens the door for others. And, you know, he certainly has the ability to kind of do some things. And, you know, I, I think they're going to look at anything that's going to help them move the football. I mean, I think they're open to a lot of things. And we we saw that a little bit with the, the way that the tight ends were targeted in the passing game the other night. I thought Noah Font had a, had a, a really nice game. And, and uh, the one thing in talking with him afterwards, he, he is physically bigger than what he was a year ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that his size is going to make him a, a valuable option in that passing game. T.J. Hawkinson, uh, you know, didn't gain a lot of yards after the catch, but, but he caught four passes. I mean, the only other guy that caught 
three or more was was Gervais. So, uh, you know, uh, he's a, a redshirt freshman who I think is is going to be able to help Iowa, um, you know, in, in do some things out of the tight end position that may make up for some of the for the lack of depth and the, maybe the lack of skill they have at the receiver spot right now. Well, with that, Steve, uh, you talk a little bit about. Uh, the quarterback position, we've talked about that and the targets that they're going to have. Final thing, uh, you had an article on C.J. Beathard as we get ready for the draft starting up on Thursday. Him going in the NFL draft, uh, the evaluations are kind of all over the place, so mid, late, maybe even not even selected at all, has to go the free agent route. Uh, the latest that you heard from C.J. Beathard and your prospects, where you think he's going to end up? Yeah, I think he's probably going to be a late-round guy. I, I do think he has a pretty good chance to get drafted, and I think that's for a couple reasons. One, and this year's quarterback class is not overly deep. Um, I, I think if uh, uh, some of those top-end guys get picked fairly early, I think somebody will take a chance on him later on. Certainly the family name doesn't hurt. Uh, the fact that he has shown some ability I think is a, is a benefit. Um, and, and certainly I think that... Uh, um, He's put up some numbers, uh, you know, both uh, in the three-cone drill during Iowa's Pro Day. He's had a couple of uh, individual workouts for teams now that he's turned in some pretty decent times in, in, um, in some of the sprint-type things for a quarterback. And, uh, you know, now that he, he apparently is moving, kind of moved beyond that hamstring injury, um, you know, I think that's going to help him. I, I think that, uh, um, you know, somebody who's out there looking for a, uh, a kid who would be a you know a solid backup kind of guy initially. Um, somebody's going to take a, kid, a chance on, on a guy like that. That uh, you know simply um, you know, he's got a clean clean slate. I mean you know there are no off field issues or anything like that. And uh, you know I think that's to his benefit. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he does go because you're right he is all over the map. But I do I, my gut tells me that somebody is going to take him. Uh, uh, probably on Saturday, but uh, you know, I always got several guys like that. Whether it be George Kittle, kind of a middle round kind of guy, you know, does he does he skew a little more, you know, to the higher end of that middle round because of of um, you know Iowa's history of, of tight ends and success in the NFL. Um, you know, that's certainly a possibility, and and he certainly has apparently done everything as as well as as need be as well. So, you know, and where does Desmond King end up? So, you know, it's going to be an interesting week for the Hawkeyes in the draft. There's no question about that. And, you know, it's the next chapter for those guys. And for the most part, from what we've heard, those guys have done a pretty good job of, of doing what they can and, and controlling what you can control, which uh, isn't a heck of a lot, I guess, at the end of the day when the NFL comes to mind. But but uh, certainly you want to put your best foot forward, and it appears that most of the, most of the guys have done that. Good stuff. Hey, Steve, always appreciate you joining us here on the show. Good conversation, as always, on the Hawkeyes. And now you get to uh, relax a little bit, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I had, had uh, uh, a couple of recruiting stories over the weekend yeah. and Jay's down, as well as a couple of baseball games. So it uh, <laughs> moves from one thing to the next. It never ends. Steve Batterson with the Quad City Times. Steve, thanks as always. We'll talk again soon. Hey, you bet. Take care. That was Steve Batterson on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We will come back on the other side, put a cap on our number one here as we roll through. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Chicago Dog, they do it right. Their sandwiches are made fresh when ordered. Chicago Dog now has two locations, the original on Southwest 9th and in Urbandale at 70th and Douglas. Two great locations, same great Chicago Dog favorites. Like the original Chicago Beef Dog, all beef, mustard, relish, onion, tomatoes, sport peppers, pickle spear, and celery salt on a poppy seed bun. Try the Chicago Dog, original Chicago Italian beef. A sliced Italian roast beef sandwich dipped in au jus with a side of jardinera. How about Chicago Dog's The Porker, your choice of spicy or mild Italian sausage link, topped with grinder meat, melted cheese, and choice of pepper. Chicago Dog delivers and now has two locations on Southwest 9th Street in the Cityville Project and 70th and Douglas in Urbandale. On Facebook, DSM Chicago Dog. Chicago Dog is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Chicago Dog gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. During low Lowe's Ready to Restock event, pro customers should get ready to save. With up to 20% on GAF shingles every day when they buy in bulk. And up to 20% on select Cobalt Mechanics tools through April 30th. Plus, from April 19th through May 30th, pros can trade in their old cordless tools in-store and get 24% off new Cobalt 24-volt brushless cordless power tools. Limit one per customer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Shingle offer applies to contractor packs. Products vary by store. U.S. only. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Do shine. Do love. This Mother's Day, the gift of Pandora from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry lets you do it all for mom. Stop in between April 27th and April 30th and you'll receive a free Pandora jewelry box with your Pandora purchase of $125 or more. Inscribed, always my mother, forever my friend. This jewelry box is the gift mom will treasure forever. Do love this Mother's Day. That's why he went to Jared. My supplies last. 1700 KBGG and Malone Motorsports present the Bass Kick and Boat Giveaway. Join us this Saturday at a party we're throwing at Malone Motorsports in Monroe, where one lucky listener will win the brand new 16-foot Low Pro Series fishing boat with a 60-horsepower Mercury Marine motor and a trailer valued at over $17,500. Malone Motorsports is also having open house this Friday and Saturday, where if you buy a boat, you'll get $500 to $1,000 in store credit for accessories. The Bass Kick and Boat Giveaway with 1700 KBGG. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, back one final time this hour here. 264-1700, Jimmy B and TC. TC battling through things here uh, once again. Hopefully I can get back to 100%. I'll be back and healthy by the time Brinson gets back, and then uh, yeah, then we'll be all good with that. But uh, you can join me again, 264-1700. Uh, wanted to talk a little bit over the weekend baseball. A couple of, uh, couple of scuffles happening, and this happens from time to time. Of course, with the hockey playoffs, they handle it like men. They drop the gloves, go after it a little bit, saw that. A little bit over the weekend in the hockey that I was watching, but starting on Friday night, Baltimore and the Red Sox, two teams expected to be in contention to win that American League East this year. Manny Machado comes in, comes in hot, comes in, spikes a blazing, goes up high, gets Pedroia with it. You know, there's going to be some some retribution. You're going to have to pay for that. And even though Machado right afterwards says it wasn't intentional, and it very well might not have been, but just a bad look. You come in that way, expect a ball to come your way. And then on Sunday during that game, he gets one thrown at him. Now it came in high, but Machado, you know, he didn't overreact. He wasn't hollering. He was upset that it went up towards his head, but there wasn't a bunch of pointing and firing up and back and forth. But kind of the craziest part about this was Dustin Pedroia, the guy that was spiked on Friday night by Machado that started this whole thing. He was sitting out, and when he was asked about it afterwards, it it was almost like he was trying to stay away. Maybe this is the start of moving away from these sometimes silly, unwritten rules of baseball. When you can throw at a guy... You have an opportunity. They threw it. Machado didn't hit him, I believe, on the game on Saturday. Came low and inside, missed, and there's the unwritten rule. Well, you get one throw at him, and if you miss, that's gone. Pedroia's like, eh, enough. Don't we need to see more of this? These are weapons, right? This is a 95-mile-an-hour baseball coming at people. And even if you're not intentionally trying to throw at their head, you can miss it. It could go towards their head, and then well, something catastrophic can happen. I saw that happen. Watched the Twins over the weekend. The Tigers were upset as one of their players got 
hit with the pitch up in the helmet. They come back and they throw at Miguel Sano. Sano didn't like it. Catcher gets in his face. He throws a right-hand hook at him, trying to get him out of his face. These things happen. It's baseball. I get it. The policing of the game, though, sometimes it borders on the, the line of silliness to me. Goes too far. The policing of the game. Go out there and have fun. Ball gets away and hits a guy. It happens. You don't need to come back and fire at another guy because of that. I understand when things are actually heated and when there's unnecessary. But Dustin Pedroia, yeah, he got hit. He was not the guy out there calling it. Taking this, these things into your own hands, I, I don't know. It's odd. There's an oddity to baseball. There's a lot of oddities in baseball, to be honest. A quick pause there for a cough, and we're back. I'm talking a little baseball. Coming up. This week in baseball, the Cubs get things done over the weekend, winning two out of three against uh, the the uh, Reds, who were in first place. Lose yesterday, though, 7-5. Now they get Pittsburgh up next. And so what is it, Cubs fans? Nervous? Okay? That's just the way this team's going to be? Now, I mentioned right at the beginning of the year, the one thing for me is defensively, they just couldn't maintain the level that they were a year ago. And it's not that their team is not a great defensive team. They still are. But they were at such historic levels a year ago. You get a small regression back, even to being the best team in baseball, but just not the huge historic gap that you had between them and everybody else in baseball. That step back, well, it's going to impact your pitching, your starters, your bullpen. It's going to impact the team overall. And I think we're seeing that a part of it happening this year. We'll talk baseball, we'll talk Cubs, and much more coming up on the other side. Seth Gruen's going to join us. We'll talk baseball with Seth. He also covered the Milwaukee-Toronto series in the NBA. We'll talk a little of that. we got some Big Ten talk, all kinds of things. We go to Chicago. Seth Gruen, he's up on the other side here. It's Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roofs, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. 
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries. This is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in store. Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan? Too young for a cardigan. (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Order online at advanceautoparts.com and pick up your order in store in just 30 minutes. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. During Lowe's Ready to Restock event, pro customers should get ready to save. With up to 20% on GAF shingles every day when they buy in bulk. And up to 20% on select Cobalt Mechanics tools through April 30th. Plus, from April 19th through May 30th, pros can trade in their old cordless tools in-store and get 24% off new Cobalt 24-volt brushless cordless power tools. Limit one per customer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Shingle offer applies to contractor packs. Products vary by store, U.S. only. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. Accumulus Station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG. I'm Rich Ackerman. The Raptors took the Cavaliers to six games in the conference finals last year, but have struggled in the first round of the playoffs. They return home to host the Bucks after 